Welcome to the Freddie Mac Single Family Home Starts Here podcast. Your connection to all the latest industry trends, insights, and points of view on the mortgage market from Freddie Mac leaders and other industry experts. Welcome to the Freddie Mac Single Family Home Starts Here podcast. This is your host, Liz McGavro with Freddie Mac Single Family. And our episode today focuses on Freddie Mac's ongoing pursuit of digitization throughout the mortgage life cycle, largely as a result of our current climate. COVID-19 impacts have amplified the demand for speed-to-market mortgage resolution and seamless servicing. Today, we're talking about a new business-to-business opportunity with Freddie Mac that opens the door for servicers to receive instant workout decisions, also known to some as loss mitigation decisions, that will ultimately enable them to speed up their response to helping homeowners. Today, we have Cecilia Rain, Senior Director of Strategy and Integration for Reimagined Servicing here at Freddie Mac, to dive into how we're leveraging APIs and a new decision engine called Resolve. We're also pleased to be joined by our client partner, Bob Hora, Senior Vice President of Default Management at Senlar. Senlar is an early adopter and a national servicer that prides themselves on building their success on the success of their clients. We'll hear how Senlar has seen immediate benefits and how business-to-business integration will elevate the entire servicing ecosystem. Welcome both. Thank Thank you. you. So Bob, I'd love to start with you. Can you just talk a little bit about the present day challenges that servicers are facing when it comes to swift and effective default management. Sure. Thank you, Liz. I appreciate the opportunity to be a part of the uh, podcast. So there are some challenges that servicers have to navigate in today's environment. Uh, I think today, for instance, homeowners have a need for immediate relief that's been borne out in the pandemic environment, which we've all been navigating this past year. Uh, they need immediate information as of the status of that relief request. They want the servicer and the investor to be able to provide a loss mitigation solution as fast as possible. In today's environment, with the regulatory changes happening sometimes on a daily and weekly basis and new regulations coming out, I think it's important to be able to communicate what's going on and how that impacts the homeowner as well. So, Knowing where we are in the process at any time really helps us to respond to the homeowner's questions as well as manage their expectations. It provides transparency in the process. It really allows us as the servicer to answer any questions should the homeowner call for an update as well. So I think expectations in the industry and from our customers have changed over the past year as well. You know, They want to have faster response times. uh, And we also as a servicer have to have the ability to address larger volumes of throughput as necessary. Absolutely. Things are moving very quickly these days, and we have to be able to respond. Cecilia, B2B integration is becoming the new way of doing business. Can you explain how that applies to to us here at Freddie Mac and our mortgage servicing and how it addresses the challenges that Bob just referenced? Sure. Thanks, Liz. So we know that consumers and homeowners expect a digital experience. So currently, they have more of a digital experience in the home buying process on the origination side than they do with mortgage relief or workouts and loss mitigation in servicing. And so the way that to digitize this end-to-end mortgage cycle, in large part, is through B2B or direct integration. So by integrating with customers like Senlar, uh, Freddie Mac can automate the exchange of data and eliminate data entry uh, and the need for manual effort, manual documents. Servicers and their tech providers, their business partners who integrate with us, we can connect directly um, to our new end-to-end default management platform, which is Resolve. 
That direct connection, leveraging uh, APIs, which is a technology tool, allows for fast and efficient uh, eligibility decisions when a borrower is reaching out to uh, a servicer such as Senlar to give them options when they need some kind of workout, they need loss mitigation, relief, and assistance. So those are done through things we refer to as loan modifications, uh, payment deferrals, repayment plans, forbearance plans, and the like. So we also will be offering some things in the future related to liquidation options. So I'll just, I'll give you an example. And uh, this, referring to Senlar and Bob and his team, who are a very important servicer client for us, they use a technology provider called Back in the Black. And Back in the Black actually supports them and is a provider that works directly with them uh, to integrate using API technology. So Back in the Blank sends us, the investor, Freddie Mac, a data request on Sunlar's behalf to look at the eligibility decision for one or more of these homeowners. And they wanna know if they're eligible for some kind of relief, whether it's a loan or one of these other options I mentioned. So the Resolve Retention API acts as a data exchange or an intermediary. And it sends the data request to us. Um, Our technology processes that request, and then the API returns an instant response to Sunlar so they can give that to their borrower. And Sunlar is then able to speed up their turn times. And I think, Bob, you mentioned that that's important to your homeowners. That's important to us as well, that we can give a response to your homeowners on loss mitigation and do that instantly. You know, when you're on the phone or if they're in a self-service portal Um, they're working with you directly, that you can give them an answer. While you have them engaged, you can actually respond immediately. Bob, we just have to say thank you. You you and your team have been a great partner to help us test this capability in this new Resolve platform. No, thanks, Cecilia. And I agree with you. I think in this time, especially, we've got to be able to speed things up. It's something that servicers need to start looking at and doing a lot more of on our side. So appreciate it. Yeah, thank you both. So it sounds like Resolve has already been a big win within the industry. Um, Cecilia, did you have a vision for Resolve when when the team launched this tool? And and how do you see that evolving over time as we get further into kind of digging ourselves out of this crisis and and looking at the servicing industry overall? Yes, we, we actually had a vision to transform several things across the servicing ecosystem. And when we talked to our customers, we went out and actually spoke to and did client insights with um, Senlar and other servicing partners. And they told us what they needed. And Resolve was one of those platforms. In short, it's a simple, transparent, and connected loss mitigation and default platform. And we want to develop that for industry collaboration that improves our servicer experience, the homeowner experience, and the employee experience. So the end vision for Resolve is to provide that solution and have a suite of decision recommendations for all workout options. Uh, And the idea is when you have a single engagement with a borrower that you can have that decision and take any complication out of it. Uh, Resolve will be iterative. We are bringing that to market through early adopters like Sunlar. Uh, We want to have the opportunity to learn and to work together with their partners. This is a big undertaking. And we've talked with all of our customers 
Uh, we want to take this to market over the next couple of years. And by the early adopters and, and the things that Bob is going to talk about, we are learning and perfecting as we move forward. And we have additional products that we'll be talking about as well as we bring this to market. Perfect. So in that vein, Bob, would love to hear a little bit about your experience as an early adopter and, and what you've already kind of started thinking about from a go-forward perspective as to what how we could make Resolve even better. Sure, Liz. One thing I will say, and this kind of ties into what Cecilia said as well, you know, servicing has historically been behind the origination side in the industry when it comes to digitizing when and just making things transformed uh, into a more automated environment. I think one of the biggest pushes in the servicing industry today uh, is to provide those digital solutions to our clients and our homeowners. And so this is a great example of that. You know, as part of the first wave and an early adopter, Sendlar started working with Freddie in, in the third quarter of 20 uh, on the resolve piece and had a very smooth transition, I would say, into the testing process. And so we went live pretty quickly right at the very, very beginning of November 2020. And uh, we tested approximately 130 cases to ensure that we had a population. Uh, and, you know, while initially the number of flex mods that we actually put into production uh, were a smaller number, um, you know, given that most homeowners coming out of forbearance at that time wanted a deferral, we still had a good number that benefited from the modification and a payment reduction immediately. And then they immediately benefited from the new process. So, you know, like was said before, this implementation was really a partnership between our loss mitigation platform provider, uh, Back in the Black, or as we say, Bitby, uh, Freddie and Senlar. Uh, you know, and so we use Bitby as the delivery vehicle into Freddie. They're able to transmit all the data necessarily directly into Resolve. And so that helps us a lot. You know, we had a very positive experience as the early adopter, I would say, both from implementation and the outcome perspective. Um, so we've been on it for about 60 days and we pushed about 400 of 400 flex mods through already in these 60 days uh, in the time of putting the resolve platform in place. So we, you know, both Freddie Mac and, and Bitby are both great partners. They have been through the initial planning, the development, the testing and the implementation stages of the project. And then we started realizing benefits immediately upon implementation. We can talk about that in a minute. But I, I think the resolve system itself and that process continues the theme of a quicker, more satisfying response for the homeowner. The deferral is a streamlined response, and now you can have the flex mod also be a more streamlined response, resulting in a quicker decision and implementation from the homeowner. You know, there are some things that don't go through Resolve, uh, which you would expect not to be able to be as quick. Uh, and those exceptions are like non-delegated reviews, or let's say there's an additional valuation such as a BPO is required. But even, even in that case, uh, where another BPO is required and it may take a, a couple extra days, Resolve will prompt us on the workout or during the workout um, and let us know when that BPO is ready so the workout can be completed. So those are all different things. I, I'd say just in summary, when we think of, when I think about the adoption of the resolve piece, uh, it's been very painless. And it's one of those things where you don't see a benefit a year, you see a benefit immediately, uh, especially around staffing. Yep. And as Cecilia will attest, you know, a couple of the major areas of focus for the reimagined servicing initiative overall has been, you know, helping servicers um, see cost efficiencies and time savings. Um, have you been able to quantify either of those since adopting Resolve? 
Yeah, we did look at that. You know, that's something that servicers are focused on is how can we, you know, deliver the best product for the homeowner and the client, but at the same time, do it as efficiently as possible and, and you know, manage your resources to where they, they are needed the most. And so in this case, you know, like I said, we processed around 400 flex mods through the new process. They've seen some good benefits on efficiency and pull through. I would say we've seen a reduction of about 10 to 15 minutes in processing time for our underwriters on a per loan basis, which is a, a pretty good chunk of time. Uh, and additionally, you know, and I haven't really quantified this yet, but we're also seeing a reduction in rework due to defects. Uh, and those defects are, you know, some of the things that happen just during manual entry, uh, making sure that those don't happen. And it, it allows us to kind of refocus on quality control and some of the other steps as well. So we're seeing excellent throughput after the first two months. We haven't seen any issues. We're seeing delays being eliminated and waiting for valuations as they're pulled into the background. Uh, and then, so that cycle time reduction as well, uh, and then re improvements on resource requirements and process efficiency. And then, you know, like I said, on the rework side, improvements in the control environment as well. That's great. Those sound like really promising results. Cecilia, you said Resolve is iterative. So what's the next big thing for Resolve's B2B integration capabilities? Sure. Um, I'll dive into that. I do want to mention, uh, just to pull the thread through on something Bob said around the reducing processing time and manual entry, right? A lot of these team members that work in loss mitigation have a lot of expertise across servicing, and that's why they're in those roles. And to be able to free them up to do things and work on more complicated cases and, you know, add value in other areas, that's in, that was important to us that that be part of the vision. And it sounds like that's actually coming to life, Bob. And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that's what came to mind when I heard you say that. And um, that's great to hear. Yep, you're right. I mean, it's better to have our valuable resources helping a homeowner or let's say talking to them on the phone and letting them know what's going on uh, or having them work on the decisioning pieces or some other exception type processing uh, rather than just that laborious data input. And in today's environment where data is sitting out there already having to, to transport from one place to another manually just doesn't make sense. And this is a very good vehicle to prevent that. Great, thanks. So back to your question on Resolve being iterative. So uh, Freddie Mac broadened our payment deferral option in July, and this was based on the response to COVID and the massive number of forbearance plans. And so this option is an important product in our loss mitigation tool set, and it needed to be available in Resolve sooner than later. So when we had our roadmap for Resolve, uh, payment deferrals at the time we were planning weren't necessarily the highest volume product, but that shifted. And so we went out and talked to our clients and we reprioritized payment deferral and it will be available um, via the API and Resolve in March for servicers where their loss mit technology vendor um, has tested and ready to adopt. So because Senlar has done this with us, they will be able to roll that out as soon as BitBee has it available. So it's great that we've done this work in advance and we are working hard to look closely at what's the priority and how we bring the products to market. Not integrating, but important side of Resolve is a user interface. You heard Bob mention that 
you know, non-delegated reviews that have to be done or uh, ordering BPOs. There are other improvements we're working on to solution the client requests. And one of those is removing things like email. There's massive amounts of email that go back and forth. There's manual process. And so uh, Decision Insights is a component of Resolve that will first be deployed as a UI. Uh, the first product that will come out is non-delegated short sales. And eventually it will encompass more products. And um, the vision is that uh, we will have some users who will always adopt a UI, but that will eventually be integrated. So you will see a workflow tool and other things that Bob mentioned that uh, maybe early on in his adoption uh, with Senlar and his team, we hear you and we know that that's where we need to head. And again, it's iterative. We go forth with certain products, learn, and the vision is working towards a platform over time. That's great. And that's especially great news about payment deferral. So I'd love to go back to that and just ask Bob, how will the addition of that payment deferral decisioning impact Simlar? Yeah, I th- that's a very good thing to look forward to. We're seeing right now, you know, moratoriums uh, extended, you know, that's also going to mean forbearances more than likely going to continue to extend out. Uh, we're going to continue to see the need for deferral decisioning uh, and having a platform to be able to support that's big. So that continued expansion of the treatments that just allows us to streamline our processes through automation. Um, you know, the payment deferral decisioning, that's a wonderful streamlined option for borrowers. It'll provide servicers also a way to process them in an automated fashion. The more we can automate and the more different types of workout options there are for the homeowner that that are automated and get something back to the homeowner and give them relief faster, uh, the better it is for everybody. It's really a win-win-win for uh, the homeowner, for the investor and Freddie, and then for us on the servicer side as well. Absolutely. And it, unfortunately, it sounds like the, the fallout of this COVID climate is going to go on for a while. What is your view on how Resolve can impact future economic cycles? Yeah, I wish I wish I had a crystal ball that would predict on how long it would last, but we don't know. And so <laughs> every month we, we kind of forecast and look at what's going to happen. Uh, and if we have to course correct, then we will. But there's no question that the volumes that we've seen due to the pandemic have been greater. Uh, they've grown faster than anything we've seen before in the industry. And that includes, you know, the last huge crisis that we had back in 2007. We need to be able to handle what is and what will continue to be a large number of exits out of forbearance. Uh, most of which, you know, if the homeowner is not current when they're exiting and reinstating, then that homeowner is going to need a streamlined approach to resolve their hardship. So for those who can't qualify for retention solution, and we would like to see everybody be able to qualify and continue to perform on their mortgage and stay in their home, uh, they're also going to want to be able to get faster decisions on any other type of uh you know, work out in loss mitigation and, and be able to transition gracefully. So Resolve is going to allow the servicer to deal with these much larger volumes, going to allow us uh, to service our client and homeowner a lot faster uh, and a lot more transparently. So just to sum it up for our listeners, Bob, what exactly does that mean, the elevator speech um, for, for borrowers and their experience in getting mortgage relief if they need it? Yeah, I know we've talked about some of these benefits and positive impacts. You know, like I said, it's a win-win-win. We want to get a solution to the homeowner as fast 
and as transparently as possible. We want to be able to do it as efficiently as possible as a servicer. And then also for our investors and our clients, make sure that they get what they need as well uh, as far as getting a solution in place. I think all of these groups are positively impacted by these reduced response times. They're impacted by relief from having to carry past due debt. And, you know, the ability for the homeowner to resume and perform on their mortgage once their hardship is resolved is huge. Uh, It takes away a lot of the anxiety. And in today's environment, we want to be able to give uh, that relief as fast as possible. So I would definitely say the biggest piece is is that efficiency and, and just digitizing the whole process so that everybody wins. Awesome. And just to shift gears from a different standpoint, Cecilia, what does this B2B integration mean from an investor standpoint? It means simplicity. When something is simple to use, it'll be adopted, it will be more useful, and it can be perfected. And at Freddie Mac, we view direct integration using APIs as our strategy. So that's how we look to lead the servicing industry into the future and ourselves into the future eliminate manual work and leverage the data that's available to us in the ecosystem to transform how we do business together to ultimately serve the homeowner. So this will inevitably lead to minimized credit losses, improving the client experience and reducing costs all around. That's terrific. Any final thoughts from from either of you? This has been a great conversation so far. Would you like to sum it up in any way? Sure. Much as we've talked about the industry needed needs to digitize more, but also on the origination side, we have a we have a lot of streamlined processes. We need to do the same thing on the servicing side. I think this is a good step forward for that. Uh, and it, it opens the door to get a lot of the other workout types, uh, you know, in a more automated fashion. I would definitely encourage other servicers to get involved early. Uh, it's going to help you. Uh, it's going to help your homeowner and it's going to help the client. Thank you, Bob. I couldn't agree more. And I think It's important to know that Freddie Mac is repurposing things we've leveraged successfully on the origination side, and we're grateful for all those learnings. That's it's helping us tremendously as we bring forth the reimagined vision and what we're doing with Resolve. And I also, if you don't mind, I I really want to thank Bob and his Senlar team, along with their loss mitigation vendor Bitby. Um, We have to be bold. And we have to have bold partners to work with us to move this vision forward. So we can't thank you enough. And the team, the testing team that worked with us, and you can hear the success and we're really excited about what's to come. Thanks. It's been a pleasure to visit with you guys today on the show. Absolutely. And it's so true. We can't reimagine servicing alone. So we need partners like like you, Bob, and other servicers out there. Um, Resolve has definitely changed the landscape for servicers, it sounds like, and we're all looking forward to the next round of game changers that come out of our Reimagined Servicing Initiative this year and and beyond. So thanks to you both for joining us today for this conversation. And as always, thanks to our listeners. Please share this episode if you enjoyed it and make sure you've subscribed to our channel so you don't miss any of our conversations. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Freddie Mac Single Family Home Starts Here podcast. Stay tuned and subscribe to catch additional interviews with key industry leaders and experts. Home Starts Here is available wherever you listen to your podcasts. We appreciate you rating, reviewing, and sharing with your network.